What's going down everybody? Hey, what you're about to listen to is the audio podcast version of our Batman spoiler review That's right, we got together, it's a new Am I Still on the Air Where along with myself, I got my boys Peeps and I got my boys Friggins And we come together and we break down the new Batman movie in all its spoiler filled glory Of course we did this live on YouTube on March 6th And it was an awesome, awesome show So if you'd like to watch the video version Feel free to do that by heading on over to our YouTube page At youtube.com slash amiontheair And if you check out the playlist that says Am I Still on the Air You could find this video along with all the other Am I Still on the Air video versions that we've done as well But... If you are an audio nerd and you just like to sit back and listen to it That's why I got this here for you guys The audio exclusive version of the Batman spoiler review So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show Check it out, y'all Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I Still on the Air? That's right, the spinoff podcast where we come together to break down something very specific. We are live on our YouTube page, ready to talk about the number one movie in the world. Is there any guesses of what it could be tonight? Now, I know we're so used to talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but tonight we jump into the DC world and it's time for the spoiler review of the batman that's right the latest movie in this dc world is the batman and i am not running solo here tonight because as always we always got some peeps in the house so uh my first peep in the house is this guy over here hey peeps. hey thank you for thank you for having me tonight dx Tomega. uh th- okay we're not gonna do that on that uh, hey <laughs> thanks for having me my man appreciate what's you. up peeps man how's house. it going it's going good, and I am excited about tonight. So uh, we we got to get to it, man. We we got to do it. We got to get to it. We got to get to it. But I told you guys we're going to have the peeps in the house, and it don't stop there, ladies and gentlemen, because we got our third piece to the puzzle to the Red Dragons Radio assembled team up in here, and we got Friggins. What's, what's going up? down? <laughs> hey, what's going down? Uh, not much over here, except for maybe a little bit of Batman. Man talk so i'm really excited i was kind of thinking maybe i should have come up with like a cool riddle i didn't know like peeps was gonna do the little mm. figure thing but nonetheless the i'm riddle just excited. Went really well oh my god it would have been great but you know that's for another time for the batman 2 maybe but uh for now <laughs> i'm excited to be here i was trying to one-up me friggin no you always bust out something special i i just i, I should know by now to be better prepared <laughs> <laughs> true true we were trying to rush and get this to you guys this weekend, man, because it's the hotness right now. Oh, so yeah. we wanted to make sure we assembled this weekend and got you guys this spoiler review. Very excited. Our first big spoiler review of 2022, Woo. and we come in out the gates oh, yeah. hot. So once again, make sure you start following the socials. We got the show right there. Am I on the air? We got me, DX, Don Mega. Make sure you follow along. And these are all Twitter handles right here. Of course, we got Peeps over at Four My Peoples. And we got Friggins over here at the Jew G's with the Z. So make sure you uh, follow along. Because tonight, 
Once again, it's all about them spoilers. We are going to be breaking down this film, what we loved, what we didn't love, initial thoughts, kind of what we feel that maybe this part of the DC world is maybe headed. Lots of stuff to kind of dive into. So, man, I'm excited to talk a little bit about Batman. So, from my understanding, I think uh, we all enjoyed this film, maybe on different levels, but I think we all walked out saying pretty solid solid work over there so um man where the hell do we even start right do we even start um so we'll just start over here as we typically do uh with our overall thoughts so you know this is kind of just like i said just hitting the theater walking out what are those feelings man as we start to kind of come out those doors and the light hits our faces and we're like man we just sat through three hours of this dc movie and how do we feel about it how do we feel about another incarnation of batman right because we've been watching from michael keaton to val kilmer to george clooney to christian bale to ben affleck and now robert pattison um so man this is a character that has just been evolved so many times over and over sometimes good sometimes bad sometimes in between um but man this was a whole different iteration here so um you know, I'll say I, I got lucky. I was able to see it on Wednesday. I uh, got to go to an early kind of fan screening, and um, I was excited. I was really excited for this. Uh, didn't know how I would feel completely walking out of it, right? Like, I I had different mixed emotions. For some reason, because maybe it wasn't in the DCEU, I felt a little bit of hesitation because I am a big fan of the DCEU. I like what they're setting up. Uh, obviously there's some hesitation on my part because I love Ben Affleck so much. And now I have to kind of take that out of my head and get ready for a new person stepping into Batman, uh, where this movie, when it originally started to kind of happen, uh, it was still supposed to be Ben Affleck doing this movie for Matt Reeves. And then Matt Reeves decided to kind of go a different direction. Ben stepped down. He was able to take it out of the DCEU and make this kind of Elseworld, you know, DC, that's what's something cool that DC is starting to do, which is these, you know, they want these filmmakers to make these movies that don't necessarily have to be in the enclosed universe and they could do, be doing their own thing. So that started with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, you know, that that is an Elseworld Joker, right? And then now we have this Batman that's on another world. And uh, so it doesn't have to tie in. It doesn't have to have any other superheroes. Matt Reeves steps in. I like Matt Reeves. He did the last two Planet of the Apes movies. He did Cloverfield. Like, I like his vision. I know he's a massive Batman fan, and this is something he's been working on for years trying to get this movie right. I mean, it's been long in development. This movie was supposed to come out last year, and obviously COVID shut it down a couple times. I mean, even Robert Pattinson had COVID at one point when they were making this. So a lot of stuff has happened to kind of get us to now. March 4th, this movie comes out. Uh, it's been a hell of a ride. So once again, I didn't know how I'd feel. I love the trailers, but I was still a little bit hesitant, especially with I was never sold on the Robert Pattinson casting as Batman. Uh, I was sold on pretty much everything else. I thought Colin Farrell looked great as the Penguin. I thought, you know, Paul Dano was an interesting choice for Riddler, and especially since they were going with this, like, Unabomber kind of like, you know, like the uh, Zodiac Killer kind of version of the Riddler um that you know with catwoman zoe kravitz looking awesome i mean i love what they were setting up um but i still wasn't sold on robert and uh so once again going into it i'm like oh it's three hours it's gonna be chunky it's gonna be a lot to digest how am i gonna feel about it and when i walked out man i absolutely loved it i thought it was a breath of fresh air 
I thought it was an amazing, different kind of take on Batman. Um, once again, we just talked about how there's been so many iterations of Batman throughout the years, and it could be just something was like, oh, we've seen this done, and we've seen that done, and it's just the same old again, but it wasn't. It was something so fresh and unique, and even though it was characters we've seen before, they were all done in such a different way, even though this was a grounded take once again, like Christopher Nolan did, it was it felt fresh. We got to see the detective Batman. We got to see him try to solve this crime. And basically, the way I looked at this movie walking out was it was a murder mystery that just happened to have Batman in it, <laughs> like which I thought was a really cool kind of different kind of take. I know that, you know, Friggins, I think you said over the weekend, you had trouble kind of even considering this a superhero movie, right? Yeah, and like, yeah. and and I can see that. I can understand that. Like, even though it is, it's a Batman movie, it just, it didn't feel like the normal kind of superhero Batman movie. It just felt like this world that had this vigilante that was helping fight crime and trying to be this do-gooder. And I was just blown away by it. I mean, by the aesthetic, by just the story, by how they were able to handle the violence in the PG-13 yeah. Um, but still make it like dark and brooding. And um, I just, I was blown away, man. I was really blown away. So from that overall thought perspective, that's where I sat with it. So um, Friggins, I'm going to throw it to you, man. Like just kind of walking out, like where were, where was your head going into it? And where was your head kind of coming out? Well, I think you pretty much wrapped up everything. So uh, we want to just close out the episode now. I mean, you had everything out Go ahead and follow no. us on Twitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, my whole overall experience was a little strange kind of coming into it and then experiencing it and then what I got coming out of it. Um, where you said you had like a lot of hype for it coming in. Originally, my hype was a little bit lower because I very much like you uh, really liked Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, and I was over the moon hyped when they were reporting that he was coming up with his own story and he was going to do, mm -hmm. you know, write it and direct it. And it was going to be an Arkham and all this like sounded really, really cool. Everything I was like hopeful for. Um, and I really enjoyed the Batman um, at, uh, Ben Affleck Batman. So, my hype originally was pretty low. And then when we see the 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 first teaser trailer, I think I had a little bit more of uh, of a hype. And the announcement of Pattinson playing Batman actually got me a little bit more excited because once I learned that he was going to be Batman, I had just went on like a Pattinson kick, kick where I was saw like good times. And then I saw the lighthouse and I was just really amazed and blown away by his acting ability. So it kind of got me to where I was okay with that casting, but I still didn't have this like excitement for another Batman because of the fact that they were going back to a grounded world. I was like, we just did this with Christopher Nolan. We're finally getting into like, you know, over the right. top Batman. Right. You know? Yeah. So like, here we like, go. Why again. are we going back? <laughs> um, but you know, then that first trailer hit and I was like, what this actually looks really neat <laughs> and i think that and then marvel changed... pushed uh, dr strange back two months <laughs> exactly and then, um, <laughs> they were like the yeah ladies... we can't be in march anymore nope, we gotta go. we're not doing that <laughs> yeah. um and now i did avoid all preceding trailers thereafter um i think literally in one when i was watching uncharted the trailer came on and i just put my hat down like this so i couldn't <laughs> see um but i I, I watched this thing and 
I was just so awestruck about the experience because it was hitting on genre movies that I like. And it was a Batman movie and it almost didn't make sense in my mind. I'm like, what am I even watching? Like there was especially the opening scene kind of setting up this Zodiac killer, almost horror. There's one scene, which I'll talk about here in a second, but like, I was like, that is some creepy crap right there. Um, And I just was, I was instantly blown away. I loved um, that experience of this detective, as you mentioned, Don. Um, we finally see that aspect of Batman, which we didn't really see before. And then like this mixture of mafia and then a sprinkle of actual superhero stuff in there. Um, it was like seeing multiple movies all at once. And I loved it because it was all the types of movies that I really love. They even found ways to sprinkle in a touch of a Western vibe. In a couple scenes <laughs> um, with like the Spurs walking in stuff like that, um, so it had he didn't a have l- Spurs on stuff. It, I was it wasn't, <laughs> but it sounded like it. Yeah, uh, no, I, I was, know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I, he I, has I, a lot of metal on his suit. Yes, lots, lots of metal, a lot of cl- clinging and clanging. <laughs> oh yeah, but um, yeah, that that experience of being able to hit all these genres at once really caught me off guard. And I very much liked it because it hit on the different um, genres that I really, really enjoy. Um, And even to some extent, I'm not like the biggest horror fan. And it even had a little bit of that in there, too. So it was really cool. Uh, Walked out of that theater just kind of awestruck. and, And I found myself even in moments in the theater where like I was like pattering my feet like an excited little kid, you know. It's like, oh my god, that's so cool. Um, so overall experience was just amazing. Hell yeah! All right, peeps, what'd you think going in? Where was your excitement level? And then obviously coming out. I mean, I know you just did your own little wrap up of uh, the Batman history on your show, and kind of so you were ready, you were prepared. What did you think? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, uh, you know. From Jump, when we first heard that Ben Affleck was going to be doing his own Batman film and he was going to be directing and starring and and everything, and I'm just like, fine, let's do this. Like, let's let's get some more Batman. I, I'm not as as big as a Affleck Batman fan as you guys are. Uh, not to say he's bad or anything. I'm just not to the level that you guys are. Um, so you know, when I'm hearing that uh, they're not, you know, they're going a different route, FX going someplace else, they're going to be uh, starting a, a fresh take on Batman uh, a little bit earlier in Batman's career, starring Robert Pattinson. I immediately am like, damn, why they got it? Why they got to cast Twilight? We're just going to get Edward, and then and then I remembered the Heath Ledger moment. I'm like, all right, peeps, these are actors. They know how to transform into a character and to see, um, like Friggins was saying, his acting in other roles, I, I knew he was going to nail it. And then when you, when you saw him, uh, a little shot of, in his uh, makeup, like when he had the, the, the mask off and his face was all uh, shaded from the, the, the makeup and all that, I was like, oh, he looks stone cold badass. And uh, yeah, man, so um, yeah, I wasn't excited, but I was hoping to get excited i guess um as i said on my last episode i don't want a grounded batman um i want a batman where superman exists i want a batman where he is also taken on brainiac <laughs> along with everybody else um and there's a reason why this human is there amongst all the gods that are the justice league uh we didn't get that in this movie um but uh, yet and still uh, 
they could if they wanted to. Heck, if we could get like, I don't know. I was going to start talking about CW, but I want to go. I don't want to go. Down that <laughs> I don't want to go there yet. So, but no. Um. So yeah, man. Going into it, um, just right off the bat, right off the bat, this movie grabs me from uh his voice, this voiceover. You know, like the 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 you know, there's villains out, and they're 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 getting ready to to you know do crime and. Little do they know, I'm out too, you know. And he's just out in his regular, you know, just kind of hooded, just walking around, just kind of looking for trouble. And uh, that whole first scene where he comes out of the shadows uh, to to fight those those um, the, the little gang kids in the in the subway, man, I'm like, that was dope. This movie's going to be dope, and it, it didn't dis- it didn't disappoint. This movie it kept going, and, and there, you know, as long as the movie was, and it definitely for me felt three hours. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, Friggins and I talked about it. Okay, they could end at this point. No, they kept going. Okay, now they can end it. Okay, they're still going. Like, it, it felt Lord of the Rings where they could have ended it, but but unlike Lord of the Rings, the third one, um. I I loved how they kept going, and I'm glad they didn't end it because everything they gave us after that point um, was was fantastic. Um, from the music to Batman's own theme, you know, like if, if he were to have his own shared universe and other characters, when he came comes in the scene and he hears don't don't oh god, that was so, so cool. sick, man! It was so good, um, you know. Penguin not being the, the the main bad guy at all, like he was great. I I I knew Colin Farrell was in this movie. I I miscalled it. I thought he was Riddler. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no, then friggin' told me no, that was that was Penguin. That was Colin Farrell. <laughs> so I thought I thought I got something wrong somewhere. <laughs> the you know the the introduction of of probably the coolest um, character cameo that I've seen in a while, and that was the Bat Car intro. <laughs> I yeah. absolutely love that scene. I mean, we'll talk about the scenes. We'll I have yeah. multiple scenes here that that I loved and I want to talk about. But th- my negatives versus my positives. Um, this movie definitely uh, surpassed all, all expectations. Um, it, it's I I kind of disagree with you, though, DX. I mean, you said this is not really a ba- Batman we've seen. I feel like we have seen this version of Batman, but not for this extended period of time. Like, we've seen the detective Batman. We've seen the douchebag Bruce Wayne. And it's just, that's just who he is this whole entire movie, whereas before we would get, like, maybe a scene or, like, 30 minutes worth of that type of character. Um, and, And Friggins, like, you know, we're talking about the... The stretch on the PG thirteen, <laughs> like friggin's in the middle of the movie, he just kind of leans over to me like they said, "Fuck." <laughs> just in case right. I didn't catch it, but <laughs> he was quite impressed. Like, wow, man, they said, "Fuck." <laughs> he was so happy with that. But um, yeah, no, I just you get one in PG thirteen. I you love get it. One. <laughs> I was, I, we were waiting for. I was waiting for another. I'm like, man. So, uh, but yeah, um, it was it, it, overall like like really enjoyed it. Um, Man, we got a lot to talk about, and uh, yeah, I'll give Very you I'll give you the mic so we can get into it. Keep rolling, and once again, guys, spoilers. If uh, you've been waiting to see and you didn't grab the gist yet, uh, we are going into spoilers. <laughs> so, this is your last forewarning Dang it. here? I spoiled that there was a Batmobile in it. Dang it! Yes, there Sorry, was guys. a Batmobile. I apologize. Even though I still don't know how I feel about it, 
but uh there's a batmobile i got words there's a batmobile um it's a year two right. batmobile it is a year two batmobile so yeah once again just to kind of set it up we are talking about a batman that is on year two so i i kind of appreciate the fact that he's like i'm gonna skip one year and uh, we're still gonna have sure. this early batman but sure. it's not gonna be like literally like oh i'm building my suit and i'm getting it together and right this is what i'm gonna go do and like i like that he's already established and there's already a signal in the sky things like that let's get going it's kind of what marvel did with spider-man right like they jumped exactly. right to basically year one you know after he had already become spider-man so uh, I like that. We don't need an origin story again. Agreed. Like I said, we've seen yes. Batman done we a million times, it. right? We didn't have to see Martha <laughs> get killed yeah. again. And, again, uh, man. We didn't have to see the pearls drop. You know, like it was all just, <laughs> we, we were there. Like it's done. It's done. Yeah, I even um, really so. like that they didn't show like the replay of it either. Like a right. memory sequence. No I'm like, cool. Yeah. We get it. Let's move on. Let's move on. We we understand the story. Um, so, yeah. So, year two, uh, we got Batman. And like I said, he's established. And, and we're just off to the races, man. There's a guy going around killing people. Uh, crazy hardcore style. And uh, we're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Uh, so, as always, when we jump into basically the gist of things, we like to start kind of more on the negative side. Let's get it out the way, right? What are things that we didn't like? That we kind of walked out saying like, oh, I wish maybe they would have done this instead or things that we just really didn't like what they did or we hope that they had maybe done better. Um, so we're going to jump right into this. So Friggins, I'm going to roll to you first. Kind of um, what stood out to you is something that maybe the things you didn't dig about the film. So for me, this is difficult because as I mentioned already, it hits on a lot of aspects of film that I enjoy, a lot of aspects of genres that I enjoy. So I almost kind of struggle. So I'm going to preface my section by saying this is super nitpicky. I mean, when I say I was not happy with it. We usually are when it comes to (laughs) Yeah, it's the tiniest complaints. And the thing is, like, even my complaint, I can find an excuse for it anyway to make it make sense, right? So, like, for example, um, I didn't like the persona of the Bruce Wayne part. I wanted to see that transition, that juxtaposition. This is at the beginning. So I'm thinking like, okay, I don't really see this as as Bruce Wayne, right? So this is my struggle. But then as time goes further, you know, I say, oh, okay, I get what's happening. And and jumping a little bit to the end, but like Miller is talking to Batman saying, this is your real face. The other one is the fake face, right? So what I realized is the whole film he is Batman, even when he's not wearing the mask. And it's not until the end where he finally realizes, I need to make a fake face for when I'm not being what I'm being. And once I kind of hit that aspect, then it kind of takes away that complaint. But nonetheless, the whole period of you know two hours and 50 minutes of the movie, <laughs> I was kind of like, eh, I'm not super vibing the Bruce Wayne part. Um, but again, it kind of makes sense uh, when you look at the whole picture. Um, that was, you know, one of my probably my the biggest thing that was bothering me throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from that, I another again nitpick was I really like Jim Gordon and I really like the aspect of him and where there are a lot of positives about um, his portrayal in this film. I also kind of felt that they did him a slight disservice. I think he's smarter and. A better detective than they may have let on through this particular like it kind of 
Batman always helps him out. Batman's always the smartest guy in the room, right? But I felt like he could have been a little bit more um, detective-y as opposed to just kind of bumbling around the situation and kind of following Batman's shadow. So that was a slight issue for me, and that's just because I like the character of Jim Gordon. Again, love the portrayal here. Just think that the the writers could have... You saying he did, you don't think he contributed that much? I, I, I think he could have contributed more. Uh, Jeffrey Wright was amazing. I love him as um, Jim Gordon. I just felt like, especially early on, it was kind of like a lot of um, Batman just being the smartest guy in the room, which, again, that's a trope that we have to deal yeah. with nonetheless. Um, and then I, to the smallest amount, I almost want to say that the length did uh, – normally I'm like, I'll handle a three-hour movie. Give me a four-hour movie. Give me a five-hour movie. I don't care. But – in truth, like there was a point where I was like, okay, this is the end of the movie, and then it keeps going. Now, luckily, the next phase that, that it kept going was good. But when I think about it in the bigger picture, I feel like, okay, could you have chopped this section out and still shown the same point maybe in a different way? Probably. I'm glad they didn't, but, you know... I being critical of it, I could see that maybe the length can be problematic for certain people and even I enjoying it and not it being a major problem still thought like they could have ended it here and done a couple different things uh, to kind of get to their point at the end. So um, really those are the three biggest things that I, that I, you know, had as complaints, but all three of them in the grand scheme of things circle around and are, Right. Still good at the at the end of the day, so right doesn't really super detract from it. It's just things that stood out. I, I did recall one of the, the like my biggest problem, um, but I figured one of you guys might bring it up later, so maybe I'll like hold off and comment when someone else brings it up because <laughs> I don't want to talk about everything. <laughs> All right, well, peeps, I'll throw it to you, man. Um, what oh. did you pick out of this that you were like, eh, I don't know about that? Um, so. Uh, Right off the bat, I, I already mentioned the whole grounded world and grounded universe of Batman. Um, we've been there. We've done that. Ah, I don't want it. But whatever. Yeah. That's what we got. And what we got was very entertaining. So I'm okay with it. Um, right off the bat, for me, that whole heavy breathing thing with um, Riddler, <laughs> stalker guy, like heavy <sighs> breather. Like, I thought that that was going to, they are going to say, like, He's had some kind of lung problem where he has some kind of breathing <laughs> issues. Some like there's he's a wearing a leather mask. It's hot, it. motherfucker. It's sure, hot. sure. I guess put, put, put a big rubber mask over your head. I bet you breathe like that as well. <laughs> fine, fine. I guess Batman still should he? Batman should be sweating out of his rubber mask a little bit more or something. Yeah, but know. Batman is mouth exposed. He could breathe better. He, he could breathe. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't work on his Riddler was all zipped well. up and just you know. <laughs> I'm, that's funny. He just couldn't breathe. It had nothing to do about him being creepy. He just literally couldn't. No, breathe. he just had trouble breathing. He was in a mess. That's what I took from it. Sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That was a little, little <laughs> interesting that they never got to later. So fine, whatever. Um, the there was the, nothing to address. He was hot. <laughs> sure. Um, the the. There were moments where it got super, super dark, and I couldn't see anything. And I, I found myself kind of like trying to look over <laughs> nice. to see things. And I thought that was amazing. That was great. But almost immediately, they would have a very they would take us in a bright room, or like there's a moment where I think um, Selena's 
headlight comes on, and I was just blinded. And I'm like, I want to see what's going on, but my eyes are closed right now. Uh, there, there's too many transitions from super dark to, to bright scenes for me. Maybe I'm just an old man and my contacts are really old or something. I have no idea. But that, that, that I think me. you need to put some sunglasses on like Bruce did. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, and yeah, but friggers, man. I, I, I can't wait to tell you how much I disagree with your, uh, your, your, your Bruce um, <laughs> depiction. I, I loved how he, I loved that Bruce. Like, yeah, it was great. It makes sense. Like you said, it makes sense as to it does, who he yeah. is and why he's doing what he is. And immediately I'm like, great, thank you. Not just the stupid two-faced Bruce Wayne. Like, he's freaking hurt and damaged. Let's see that. So <laughs> I liked it. Um, and then, I don't know. I, I just kind of thought that that one moment, that one scene where Batman takes a bomb to the face He's fine. Oh, yeah. That's he's fine. Funny. He takes a bomb to the face, and he's okay. It just you know, get, knocks him out a little bit. You know, it's, it's okay. Just like when in movies when they hit him over the head with a hammer to knock him out, and then they just wake up a little bit with a splitting headache. <laughs> it's a movie, so we'll do that. But, like, the police just take him into the to the police station and then and then start arguing as he's right. waking up hey let's take <laughs> off his mask like yeah. right at that moment so he what about the whole drive stuff? over there what yeah. about <laughs> everything <between that>? yeah. <laughs> right it's like nobody's about to brought it up until that one moment so um and then you know it, i was at first going to be like okay sure batman gets out of a police station but like when he repelled up the uh um you know the the, the walkway Oh, okay. We're talking about things we didn't like. Sorry. Don't like. Yes. Don't like. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Don't like. Uh, anyways, th- everything up to that point was was, was whack. Um, outside <laughs> of that, um, I I I can't really I can't really I don't know yet. D- did the kiss between him and Selena feel forced, or did it feel earned? I can't. I I don't. I don't. I want to say it felt earned, but at the same time, I'm like, why did that just happen? But then I think I have a reason for that. So. But anyways, that's that's all I got for my nitpicks. Okay. Wow, I'm surprised. Usually got a lot more nitpicks than that. I know. Yeah. Um, so very Sorry. interesting. Um, all right. So I feel like my stuff, uh, for the most part, is piggybacking off kind of a mix of what both of y'all said. So um, number one, I'll just start with the runtime. Um, I... I'm like you, Fred. Like I'm, I usually feel like, yo, give me more. Like I want more. Like when they said end game <laughs> three hours, I was like, hell yeah! And is there a four hour extended cut I can watch? <laughs> yeah, like, let's go. And and with this one here, one. like I was kind of excited it was three hours, but I was like, we'll see how it plays out. But I felt like that was a negative. Like it did, it did feel like three hours i remember at one point i did look at my watch and i was like oh my god there's still an hour left of this thing <laughs> wow. like, it, it had only been two hours and i was like whoo um and i think that's just because of the kind of movie it was right like i think it yeah. works longer movies work in marvel because they have so much comedy and they're like lighter movies right and there's so many different moments of levity Whereas this movie's just dark and brooding and does that for three hours straight. There's like no humor in this movie. Like it just goes. And then so then you're just like, I don't know. I feel like that bogged it down because of the runtime. So so that was kind of a negative for me. Not that I absolutely hated it. I mean, it didn't affect me too much. But if I had to look at nitpicking on negatives, that was one of them. Right, because um, it's like the main story is wrapped up when Riddler gets right. in there, right? And then they're like, yes. let's show you this other aspect of him being a hero. 
Like that's where I thought, like you know, that little yeah. extra chunk didn't necessarily need to be there. Maybe you could have done that in a different way, but exactly, it's still good. Like you know, so yeah. that's hard. Yeah, no, yeah, they got Riddler, and and it could have just been done. I felt like, um, you know, the the whole in the jail scene with uh, Riddler and another person um, could have been the, I think that should have been the post credit scene. Like right there. Like I think that yeah. whole thing should have just been chopped out and it should have been post credits. So, yeah. um, so that was interesting that they kept that in the main movie. Um, yeah. I, they could have just tweaked it around a little bit. Uh, my next piece um, kind of goes with what peeps was saying, like the whole grounded thing. Um, I, I like the movie for what it is, but to me, I, we I feel like we did it. We did a whole trilogy of a grounded Batman with Christopher Nolan, right? And that wasn't super long ago. And then we finally are getting into this like DCEU world where it's like we got Aquaman and we got Superman and Shazam and we got all these different things going on. Black and yeah, and it's just and then it's yeah. like nope, we're gonna go back and we're gonna do this whole grounded thing again. And it's like yeah. there is no other superheroes and you know it's just it's just. Uh, I'm like, uh, give me something else, man. Like this, a movie like this that would have been maybe set in the DCU would have been awesome. I know yeah. originally there was a lot of rumors going around that this Robert Pattinson Batman was going to be the young version of the Ben Affleck version, right? Like we, since Ben Affleck one was, he'd been doing it for 20 years. Let's go back to year two and show yeah. you kind of the ramp up. That would it have been awesome. Worked. Like yeah. it could have worked because there wasn't much other DCEU stuff going on at that point other than like Wonder Woman, you know, like, so there would have been, they wouldn't have had to tie too much. His hands wouldn't have been like tied into what was going down. Um, I just, I just hate the idea that we always have to go grounded with Batman. I don't like that. That has to be like such an idea, especially when he has such a crazy rogues gallery that just is so over the top, right? Like with all these characters. And then now we're going to get these characters, but they're going to ground them too. And it's going to be these, you know, other versions. Like they're already saying like, oh, what if we do Mr. Freeze in the sequel, but we're going to do a grounded version. And or maybe he just decapitates people and puts their heads in the fridge. You know? like so Yeah. And that's it. Like if this was like a one and done, I'd be fine. But the fact that they're now like talking about right. making like a, another little Batman franchise in this, it's like, yes. oh man. I have to disagree with you guys. I want this <laughs> new Pattinson Batman f- whole universe. Give me that 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 Mr. Freeze you just described on. Yes, right. give him to me. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's going to be cool. I'm not saying it's not going to be tight. It just I would like to see the mystical kind of version, you know, like yeah, like yeah. that actually is cold. <laughs> you know, like so um but but I mean there is a place for the grounded stuff. I just feel like it's just been done so much, you know. Um, that that do we need to see it again? So that was that was another pick for me. Um, I'm gonna kind of lean in with Fred on the whole Bruce thing. I I same thing. I I did not like his Bruce Wayne. Um, I I actually hated it. And what I really hated about it was that he had the same Batman voice for Bruce. Yes. It drove me fucking crazy. I was like, <laughs> dude, you can't talk in a whisper like this to everyone and not think that like anybody's gonna pick up on that if you've ever talked <laughs> to Batman. Like you didn't I was care. Like, what the hell I I cared. Like you it's a I... persona, man. He's trying to protect his damn identity. You don't walk around and talk like this. So it just <laughs> it drove me crazy that he didn't have a distinguished voice in between. You know, that it just literally did the same damn thing. Like, I was joking to Geeky Pat when we walked out, and I was like, he should just use this damn English accent as Bruce. That would have been hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what's up there, chaps? <laughs> and then just, and then when he's Batman now, you'll never know it's me. Oh, um, okay. 
but yeah, you know, like I don't know. I just I didn't like that he had the same voice. We gotta we gotta distinguish the two a little bit there. Yeah. Um grounded voice runtime. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much what I got. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I mean we're nitpicking, nothing took it away from me to where I'm like F this movie or anything. These are just things I was kind of like, man, I just wish they would have done a little bit more. Um, you know, the Batmobile was cool, but I wish it was a better Batmobile. Like I, I love uh, you know. the, the visuals, man. Like it's the visuals. I want I want that badass car but of course we had to go so grounded there's just a muscle <laughs> car that i reinforced <laughs> like no dude i want the tim burton batmobile run down the street shooting so, grenades out of it shooting shooting like, clowns yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. dude like you know so it was a cool car but i'm like that's not really a batmobile but uh <laughs> you know it's not my batmobile yeah, i guess it's not my but hashtag not my batmobile <laughs> okay that's funny um so yeah so there you go um yeah, I like my biggest thing would definitely be his Bruce. Um, you know, and that's especially when we talk about, you know, it, so where I told you guys I was where I was at the beginning with Robert Pattinson even getting cast, right? Like I I didn't like the casting news and I know like and it wasn't even the whole thing of like, oh, they got the Twilight guy. Like I understand he's done a lot of other shit and he's a good actor. It wasn't even about that. I just didn't see Batman and him when he got casted. But I went into it with an open mind. I always said I bet he'll do a good job because I just I believe in the casting process. Like, obviously, they didn't see probably 200 actors and then decided on him <laughs> if he sucked. So, like, right. so we knew he'd be good. And I will say this for him. I thought he was a really good Batman. I thought he was a great Batman. Um, yeah. But once again, I fucking hated his Bruce. <laughs> so, like, yeah. you know, and, and maybe and maybe that will get better, like you guys said. Maybe just as it's because of this early version and maybe he'll start figuring out kind of how to have the two sides kind of going forward. Um, but in this one, when he was Bruce, which the good news is, is he wasn't Bruce very much. What I loved about this movie is he is majorly Batman in yeah. this film, which I thought was great because that's my beef with the Christopher Nolan movies is that they're very Bruce heavy and barely any Batman in them. Uh, you know, whereas this one it was the opposite. <laughs> we called Bruce begins. Yeah. Bruce begins. Yeah. yeah. And then whereas this one, it was the opposite. We got a lot of Batman and very little Bruce. But when he was Bruce, I didn't really care. I didn't feel like it was Bruce Wayne. I just felt like it was just some little emo kid that didn't know what to do with his life. So like, so I wanted to see more from it. And maybe we will get there. Like I said, I'm sure everything's for a reason. But that was yeah. a big hang up for me was, you know, coming out of it was the Bruce side of it, which is why I still lean on the Ben Affleck piece, because I feel he was the best dichotomy of both sides you know, of being that visual brooding big ass Batman from the comics and then also being the the Playboy millionaire, you know, Bruce Wayne. Like I just felt like he really covered the the threshold on both sides, um, which is what I needed in Batman. You know, so we'll see where it takes it, but that was definitely uh, on the negative side for me. So flipping the script now to, of course, what we love, what we oh, love, boy. things that maybe resonated with us, stayed with us coming out of this movie that we're just like, man, that was some cool ass shit. So you know what? So friggins, we're gonna circle back around for oh, some things to me for this movie that uh you just absolutely loved. Well whew, um it's gonna be hard not to take everything. <laughs> um, use so your I, time how you want to use your time. All right. Well I feel bad <laughs> if uh, you guys don't have any time left but let's start with first and foremost I want to break it down a little cinematic, uh, you know, tidbits, right? So you look at various that's aspects of the, <laughs> that's right. Um, you, you have to look at 
film is so interesting because there's like I'm reviewing this as a structural piece that you know is supposed to have these A, B, and C parts and how that is is uh, works or doesn't work. But then there's also the like enjoyment aspect of this. And for me, this film ended up bringing a lot of that together. But so I'm gonna start with the score. I mean, music makes a huge difference in a film, right? And I, I suck at music. I don't know like band's name, so I'm gonna say this, and you guys are probably gonna shake your head. But like, was that Nirvana? That's a Nirvana song, right? I wasn't sure if that was like a Nirvana song or like another band that sounds like Nirvana. Um, yeah, but sure. that song was awesome, and I I think it sets in this tone of this grungy Gotham, this grungy Batman. Um, this brooding character. So that song was utilized extremely well within the film. And then that beat, and Don, you were doing it perfect earlier at that. Dun, uh, dun, 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 dun. Yes, it was so cool. Every time it, it came was on, very, I was very like, cool score. yes, give me a theme song. It reminded me of Magneto and uh, when, when he came out in um, uh, uh, first class and like hearing his beat every time it came on the screen hearing the winter soldiers like little scream noise every time he comes on the screen like wonder woman's yeah yeah wonder woman every time she comes on the screen so that was really cool it was a nirvana song by the way it was okay i thought so yeah. um but i wasn't 100 percent sure in the way so good so good such yeah, a perfect it was very good addition for and they used it a couple vibe. times which is yes. usually you don't do with a real song in a, in a soundtrack yep. so kind of cool I love that they had it in multiple places, and maybe because of the whole so Ave long. Maria that they kept playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, everything about the music really hit true to me. So that was one aspect that I absolutely loved. Then I love, 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 love so much the noise that choices that they made in a couple different things. So first off was the 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 Spurs, as I mentioned, right? Those those heavy metal boots that you know he's bashing people's faces in with those big old boots and I didn't that, even catch that that's oh man how did you miss it like from the first time he walks out that shadow that that gang looks over and you just hear playing your footsteps <laughs> but i didn't oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that <laughs> chime of the metal man that chime i mean like i said i like western so it i it stood out <laughs> to me big time sure. and then same thing when penguins upside down and you see him walking and it's just that that beat that don was dropping and then that Ching, 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 ching. I think he's just splashing oh. in the water. I don't know, <laughs> well, man. that too. I don't think, uh... And it, it, made, <laughs> it made it that scene just so menacing. So really love the way that they used uh, those different uh, aspects of, of music and tones to create the uh, synergy of the scene, right? Um, so I want to break down just momentarily here the first. Oh, I'm not done with sound. I got ahead of myself. The car. I mean, come on. When that scene where he runs off and disappears and you're like, he's going to jump out of the roof or he's going to grab him and pull him into the shadows. No. What happens is you hear that screaming of the engine and you yeah. look over in that blue glow coming from behind the car. The jet the, engine, man. Yes. <laughs> so cool. That scream. It was like, what is that? And then it stalls for a second and you think like, did it just die? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then he just revs up that big old engine. It's like, I mean, holy crap. That was such a cool intro for a car. Most of the time you have like the pull the cloth back and it looks so cool. This was more about the inside as what mattered, not necessarily the outside, Don. It was all about that beefy power in it. <laughs> and I'm a sucker for a muscle car. So to me, 
apart from maybe the animated Batmobile, this is probably my favorite Batmobile. Um, absolutely loved it. It was amazing. Um, so yes, those tones, those that music, that vibe that it was created was just what was needed to portray this like darker, grittier tone. Um, so I wanted to mention the the opening a little bit, right? That opening scene of Riddler creeping into the dude's house, showing up behind him. Remember earlier when I was saying it was like kind of like a horror, almost scary. Yeah. Like when that when he moves and you see the sparkle mm-hmm. of the glasses, yeah. I was like, oh crap! <laughs> you know, like he did. he did do that. I can't <laughs> <didn't hear> <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's creepy. Um, so it was creating this like horror aspect. And then he just creepily goes after him and starts smacking him on the head. And it was way more brutal than I was expecting. So, and that creepy tone carries on. I mean, this is basically the best Saw movie that's ever been made because yeah. he created us. I, I said that to Geeky Pat. I was like, this is like Batman Saw movie, right? <laughs> and he had the box on his head and everything. And I was like, would you like to play a game? Exactly. It's just this the rats. Oh, gruesome. Yeah. Uh, and of course the bomb on the, the collar thing yeah. and yeah, you know those cool. different aspects. So um when someone asked me what is this movie like, I have to almost say it's it's like multiple movies, like I said earlier, and I have to warn them like there's some creepy stuff, there's some action stuff, there's some mafia stuff, there's some superhero stuff. So um, but that creepy factor I think was throughout. And I really like that aspect. Um, and that plays on from when he's individually attacking to at the end when there's this group attacking, right? And even that was scary and in a different way, you know? Um, so I really enjoyed all those aspects. Um, Batman, man, guys, he was brutal. And I loved it. Like when he's just like whomping on dudes on the ground, he's just like, blah, blah, blah. I mean, just nonstop. I loved how brutal this Batman was. And there's a, okay. So we talked about like Pattinson, right. And people not vibing his role. Well, what Matt Reeves does here is he uses a trick of the camera to almost make him look a little bigger than he really was. And I'm not saying like wide bigger, like a Ben Affleck Batman, but like taller in stature and size. And so he used, you know, kind of like that Michael Keaton box, step on the box to get the height, right? So they adjusted the camera slightly, and Pattinson's pretty tall anyway, but, like, he, they make him look bigger than a lot of the people around him. And, like, when the, when he's walking in to the uh, crime scenes, the police, when you're seeing the cameras, they all are, like, looking up to him, right? And so this creates this idea of this dude is massive. And I th- thought that they did a really good job of, making Pattinson maybe look larger than life than he really was anyway. So I like those camera tricks that they utilize. Um, gosh, I could keep going, but uh, I want to save some for you guys. I mean, I like Selena. I like um, Penguin. I, I feel like Colin Farrell stole every scene he was in. <laughs> what? You, you take my money, Vengeance? Get, where are you at, Vengeance? <laughs> I love that he's calling him Vengeance. I mean, everybody did. Um, but uh, all these things were very, very cool. I think I'll add in some more as you guys are talking. But I feel I don't want this to be the friggin' show only, so I'll, I'll let uh, so you guys get a few things. Oh, come on! <laughs> you started, it took like 10 minutes right off the top. So, <laughs> hey, I'm the whole check yourself. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm, I was trying to that's introduce fair. the film. 
Uh, but nice yeah, so, I rolled it to you first. Take advantage. <laughs> fair, fair. So those are some of the things that I really, really love to start with. Um, and I'll chime in as we continue on, as the ball continues to roll over to somebody else. <laughs> nice. All right, peeps, take it away. What you got? Um, so I, I like to use my silly analogy of my my perfect superhero sandwich when I, when I talk about these things. But, um, you know, it had a really good story. Um I had a, an amazing uh, main character. Uh, I, I said in my Batman episode, uh, I, I want Batman. I don't want Bruce Wayne. And I got that in this one. As DX had mm-hmm. mentioned, we got so much more Batman or than we did Bruce Wayne. Amazing. Who wants to go, who wants to, go to a Superman movie and just watch Clark Kent? Oh, <laughs> I can't make coffee. Oh, boy. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, I'm done. <laughs> Let's get to why we're here. It's called Batman, not... You know, Batman and, and his other guy. I don't know. But um, I really enjoyed that. Um, as Friggins mentioned, the villains, which is <laughs> Gotham, <laughs> was was great. You know, they paint, they gave us that that image of, of, of that horrible place that Gotham is. Just this grungy, um, crime-ridden, it's just not a safe place to be. It, to the point to where, like... <laughs> Most of the police department is corrupt, and I loved that moment when at the end where uh, they had Falcone, and you know he's like, "I got you guys in my pockets. I'll be out in a week." And then all those cops were out there, and then it's like, "You don't got everybody in your pocket." And I'm like, "Thank you, like, <laughs> thank you for showing the, the the GCPD to not be like 99% corrupt." Yes, that was so, cool. Mm-hmm. And so it, it that moment. And even I, I hope we get that little mustache uh, cop. I, I don't even know if he had a name, but I hope Martinez, we get him. And <laughs> if they do end up doing a Gotham City spinoff show, I hope we get like more of him and 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 whatnot because uh, he he was a pretty fun character. But um, yeah, man. Uh, uh, so uh, in terms of like special effects, uh, did we get any kind of CGI in this? Like it seemed like everything was practical, which in this day and age seems unheard of. And I could I appreciate and 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 definitely loved um, the, uh, the the as you said uh, Selena um, her character I liked her a lot uh, probably probably my favorite not even probably my favorite version of Selena Kyle that we've seen up to this point um, and I hope they don't bring her back right away I hope that. We we you know we hit a movie or two before they bring her back again because if if they're doing this whole thing that she's leaving, I don't want her return <laughs> the very next movie and it, it oh you're back and I'm I'm not that shy I just saw her like it's not that big of a deal right. to me but um I don't know um yeah. can I derail your positives for a second and ask about that I mean because. Yeah. You know the one of the other aspects of the film is the the romance brewing between them, right? Yeah. And so if you're focusing on that, plus it's it's Zoe, so like they're gonna want to bring her back. She's a a big draw. Like, is it there a party that wants to see like, what if they say five years later? Is that enough? Does that cover like the the draw, or do you need the I, gap? I guess, real but time? I would like so perfect world. I would like for there to be a spinoff movie of of. Uh, her wherever she's going um i think there's a i think there's a catwoman comic uh, where she does her hijinks in paris or something like that and you know that that would be interesting she's in a a catwoman in a not gotham 
you know, city uh, doing her heist. And Friggins, it could be your heist movie, you know? So I, <laughs> yes. I don't know, man. I, I think that would be fun. And sure. Coming to HBO then, Max. There you go. Yeah, then, then we get a Batman movie, so we're already getting our Selena. Then we get a Batman, and then, then she goes back to Gotham after a little bit. So I don't know. I, I think that would be fun. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, just just our, our our Riddler, like you said, DX. I, I could I honestly could. You said it could have been an end credits theme. I agree, but I could have literally done without that yes. cameo at the end. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, man, uh, I, I I liked. That they gave us that confirmation without it being too much um, Nolan-y, where Batman's existence creates these coterie of villains that he has. These weird, crazy, sadistic villains that are completely wacky. Batman's existence creates that he you know what do they say in in the the Batman Begins? You know, you bring a gun, they bring uh, or. Uh, uh, they have guns, you get uh, armor, you know, you get bulletproof vest. Then they get uh, <laughs> bullet-piercing guns, and then you get bazooka. So whatever. Um, but, you know, that, the fact that Riddler was inspired by Batman's existence, that's why we have the Riddler. It's because Batman exists. Um, I just, I love the fear element that, you know, like, when everyone's looking up at the bat signal, they're just like... Where is he? You know, it's, it's, <laughs> and there, there's a there's a, a Batman animated movie, and I can't. I, uh, it, it's got like a bunch of different versions. Uh, it's a it's an anthology, a bunch of different animated versions of Batman in it. But one of them, people don't people like like I heard he's like a vampire. Well, I heard he's a this. Well, I heard he's a, like I love that. Like nobody knows what this guy is about uh, until he goes comes through and then smashes your face into the ground. So that was <laughs> that was really fun. Um, but yeah, man, like Friggins, uh, like I could go on and on about different things. I love, I, like I said, I love Bruce. Um, I like the body scars on his body. Oh, that um, was cool. You know, and and just to tell you, he's kind of been through it. Andy Circus as freaking Alfred, man, like loved it, loved it, loved mm-hmm. it. That, that moment where you know they kind of had, you know, you're, you're not my dad, you're kind of my dad. You know, <laughs> I, I I really liked that, man. It was it was dope. So. You see, I think that was the thing that pinpointed my dislike originally of Bruce because I was like, this is yeah. Alfred, man. Like, how can exactly. you treat Alfred like that? But then at the I end, couldn't believe they even threw that line in. Like, oh, it just felt so played out with the whole, you know, my dad. Like, yeah, I am, motherfucker, basically. Like, what? you know, like, come on, man. Well, he's even that said, so like, I was times. He, he even said, like, I wasn't a father to you. I taught you how to fight, but yeah. I wasn't like, a father figure. He, pro- he did probably didn't take him to Chuck E. Cheese. You know, he didn't yeah. like, you know, nurture him. He probably just gave him enough cereal every day to so he, you know, he didn't pass out of hunger. Yeah. But that's where, like, again, my my it was like a roller coaster, or not even a roller coaster. It was like it was going this way, and then it went that way because like that dislike, that attitude Bruce Wayne had towards Alfred was the major reason I was not liking the Bruce Wayne vibe because I was like. That's not anything I've ever seen before. And I don't like this. Yeah, and then, I, I dug it. Yeah. but then when he's in the hospital and he's talking to Alfred and he's like, I don't want to lose someone that I care for. And then you realize how much he actually does care. And he was just, you know, being the Batman with that. And I was like, well, he didn't realize oh, he didn't man. realize until that moment. He was like, right. I realized like, wow, like I, I've never wanted to feel that pain again. And I never wanted to. And it wasn't until this moment that I actually 
that fear came back to me. Like, gosh, and I love it. That saved the Bruce performance for me. So, like, I was disliking Bruce until that moment. I was like, okay, he's learning. He's figuring the things out. Yeah. And then he's accepting that he still has a reason to live, right? And, I like, mean, that changed everything for me. It's just, it, the hospital, to me, that was obvious. I don't know. <laughs> The ho- see the hospital scene actually pissed me off too because like so he finally goes to see Alfred and Alfred starts to wake up and he just starts grilling Alfred right. like not right. even a how are you I can't believe like are you all right like there was just no sympathy there was no caring for him it was just business right like the second he opened his <laughs> eyes he was just like what the fuck Alfred like you know like and it just I I didn't like it dude again I just I hated his Bruce like so sure. much like he just sure. didn't connect like at all. You know, and again, like I said, hopefully this is all for a reason and it's all for a journey that will come to fruition. But like you said, Friggins, like we've always seen a better relationship between Bruce and Alfred. They have a very trusting kind of partnership. And I felt like in this, like he was a grown ass man, still very like offset with Alfred, like that I didn't really get why there was the tension there that it seemed to be for some reason, you know. Um, even though he was helping him decipher the riddles and, and everything, it was just still felt like, I don't know. I just felt a very big disconnect between the two. So the growth that he experiences didn't save it for you, though? Not really, no. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah cause, like, I think it's going to take another movie for me to see the relationship <laughs> evolve <laughs> to yeah. really take it somewhere. Yeah, and and I could see that, and and I I just feel like they're just rubbing it in our faces, like you know when the mayor is like, "Yo, Bruce, like your parents are really big in the scene, and you kind of suck, so I want to help you not suck. So can we have a meeting later so you cannot suck?" And you know, obviously that does, meeting doesn't happen, but like you, he sees throughout his journey that like his parents, they were so much bigger than just rich people. They were actually trying to help, but then they were actually bad, but then actually they were actually good, you know? And, and, you know, he'll see that if, you know, he ends up giving like, uh, what do they call it? The, 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 the renewal fund, like, you know, he'll have like tighter, um, I don't know, uh, the closer watch on it so that it doesn't just, go i don't know i feel, I feel he, this is his way of learning that he can do more as bruce wayne and do what he's doing as batman and this dude never sleeps right like right. <laughs> he never sleeps mm-hmm. so yeah nope yeah man but yeah I, uh you know there's a lot of things i like about it but uh dx i i think i'll let you have the one thing we didn't talk about <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's the one thing we didn't talk about because, like I said, I feel like all my stuff's the same stuff, man. I just, you know, I'm not going to sit and rehash everything. I mean, I think just for me, it was, it wasn't really so many big key points. It was just what unraveled before our eyes for three hours. I just, again, I love that, you know, I love the idea of this movie being seven. But yes. in a DC Batman world that took place in Gotham, like I just I love what they gave us this Saw movie seven horror film that happened to have Batman in it trying to figure out a crime. And I like seeing him on, you know, 
in a, in a police room, like, like dealing with, you know, why the hell is he here? But like, no, I brought him here to help us. And I love the context, like recording everything. And he could go home and like revisit that stuff and kind of see like, you know, like, what did I miss? And, and kind of review things. I just, I know we've seen glimpses of the detective, but once again, we haven't seen as much as this film did. This film really leaned in on the detective aspect, you know, multiple times, you know, him even, finding that one last letter in the in the cage with the bat, you know, and he sees the bat flapping around and then he, he kind of catches that there's the other letter up in it and, you know, the 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 thing for the rug, you know, and then pulling the rug back and finding that all those trucks were stationed. And there was just so much cool, like, detective mean, which is why I really want to see this movie again because I'm wondering, Dude, this, movie, dope, this movie falls over so much of, like, what's going to happen that... Now I'm curious know. to see how the replay yeah. value is going to be because that's what that's sure. the problem with those type of films. It's like they're really cool to watch that first time as you're figuring it all out, and then mm-hmm. once you know how it the twists and turns are, you're just like, eh, you know, like it's it's not because of all the cool action. It's just because of you know what's going to happen, and I'm like curious to see how three hours of this again upon a second viewing is going to be, um, you know, how, how that's going to play out, but. I love the way it played out this time. Again, I love the visuals of Gotham. I thought Gotham looked the coolest that it's ever looked. I love just the way it was filmed, the, the lighting, just a little mean, just main the square that they had. That yes, that one that looks almost like yeah, like kind of New York. I love those Gotham uh, Square Garden. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Garden. <laughs> exact same logo and everything. Like you know, I just I I I love the way they had set it up again. I thought Robert Pattinson's Batman was amazing. Uh, I loved the Jim Gordon as well, too. Jeffrey Wright killed it. Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Like we said, um, Paul Dano is Riddler. Amazing. Uh, and Will Ferrell, or um, uh, Colin Ferrell, not Will, <laughs> Will Ferrell. Ferrell. <laughs> a whole different, whole different, different penguin. Uh, way different penguin uh, on that. You know, Maybe he'll be the Scarecrow. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but uh you know just everybody killed it i mean it just a really great ensemble like i said well directed um high big moments when the action hit it hit you know when like you said like just that scene in the batmobile revving up i mean that's a scene that's something that sticks in your head and it's a simple scene of a car turning on but it's the way it was filmed and that whole car chase is amazing you know oh, yeah a lot um, of people died but you know it was really yeah. cool <laughs> yeah exactly. one of my favorite i don't use guns chases. i just run people over <laughs> <laughs> light them on fire yeah <laughs> that that seriously was like as I was watching, I was like, this is one of the coolest car scenes I've ever seen. Like I was so yeah. into it. Eat that yeah, like fast and furious. My feet were paddling like <laughs> on the floor. I was like sitting up in my seat. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so all of that was fantastic. Um, you know, like I said, we've already nailed out the negatives. I mean, overall though, I mean it just it it hits man the drama level the action level it's just such a mixed bag of goodness <laughs> it really really is all the yeah. way around so i mean there's not really much else that i can add that you guys haven't really talked about um i mean there're just so many little moments that kind of add up to big moments and just it's the people that bring it to life and they just really really killed it in this um and that i love and it's been interesting kind of looking through twitter and kind of still seeing there's still a handful of people that are like, this movie sucks. And like, yeah. and like, I don't get it. And, and it's always interesting to see. Cause I mean, of course, no film is 
going to usually be universally loved. There's always going to be people that doesn't. And we've seen the Rotten Tomatoes actually kind of drop over the last several days. I mean, that first couple of days it was out, it was like 94%. Then it was 92. Then it was 89. And I think it's like 84 right now. Like it just kind of keeps falling, um, you know, still very high, but like it's, that's a big drop uh, for, for that first kind of week out as kind of, you know, it. reviews start to roll in. So, well, um, I think it kind of makes sense in some regard. If you look at it, like yeah. if someone's superhero movie is like, right. Thor. not very superhero and, yeah yeah the, then you get this like if they're really not into murder mysteries and dark stuff yeah like then this isn't going to hit that button right and gonna, yeah and i heard a lot of complaints about people not wanting to take their kids to it or whatever look yeah. i was watching aliens and predator when i was like five so like I, I turned out okay i don't i don't think this would be that much of a problem maybe <laughs> yeah, the scared. guy that's revving his feet in the car yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know about that guy but, <laughs> But no, I mean, but but that's something to think about, though, Friggins. Like, I mean, like, for me, you know me, like, my daughter's eight. I right. take her to all the Marvel movies. I would not take her to see Batman. It's scary, uh, right? Yeah. This movie's way too dark, and there's just, you know, this is one I would draw the line on and, and be like, nope, maybe down the road we'll watch it at home. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, and it sucks because, of course, I want to take her, right? She's like, hey, a Batman movie's out. Why are we not going to see this? And I'm like... I have to explain like oh it's not your kind of batman movie like you know we'll wait for dc super pets in a couple months and there we'll circle go. back around you know yeah, I, see, um, I don't think and this is this is probably horrible parent sean but i i <laughs> wouldn't take i wouldn't take them to see this movie because i don't think they would like it they don't want to watch a detective mystery yeah you know they want to watch some. You know they want to watch Thor. So like that's right. that's my reason why I'm not taking them. If they would have mm-hmm. had, if that would have, they would have had some element of that that they would have enjoyed. I'm like, yeah, man, y'all can check this out. Yeah, check out this RoboCop version of Batman. It'll be fine. But yeah. yeah. Well, no, I think that's a piece of it too, peeps. I mean, like you know, like because yeah. it's three hours of a very oh, slow yeah, burn, too. Yeah. and and just there's no way I could probably get her to sit through that <laughs> and right and be enjoying herself, you know. So yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, so I mean, so that that's awesome. So let's jump to uh, the future. This is what I want to say. So basically, like, what do we think? You know, so we're coming off this film. We know it's once again, we know it's isolated. We know this is not connected to the DCU. This is not our Ben Affleck Batman that is still technically in place in that world. We'll see where that goes when the Flash movie comes out. And obviously something's going to happen there. We're going to get Michael Keaton back and bringing that Batman back. We're going to see him in Flash. We're going to see Ben Affleck in Flash. We're going to see see, uh, Michael Michael Keaton Keaton back again in Batwoman. Yeah, Batman, yeah, yeah, Batgirl, yeah. So I mean, so there's a lot going in the DCU world, but in this world, right? This is this is a big movie. Obviously, the box office has come out. It's a big box office win. So we're gonna get a sequel. They're already starting to roll ideas. Um, starting to hear some. You know, we've talked about the Mister Freeze thing, a grounded Mister Freeze. I've heard rumors of Court of Owls. Uh, I've heard rumors that he really wants to do Hush. You know, like different things like that. So, like, which are all people I can totally see doing in a more grounded Batman way, right? Yeah. Um, I do hope it time jumps. Um, you know, like you kind of thrown out five years friggins earlier. I would love a five year jump because we're gonna get a more established Batman. What has he done in those five years? And by the time the next movie comes out, it'll probably be three to four years later anyway. <laughs> so so I mean, it would make sense um, at that point. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got to be the commissioner by that point. Maybe he'll have a better Batmobile by next. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> keep this Batmobile. Time, time for that upgrade, baby. Time Perfect. for that upgrade. 
Oh, you know what? I got to throw out real quick on the uh, hates. I hated in the beginning of the movie that he kept changing out of the damn suit and riding the motorcycle. Like, I was just like, so I'm supposed to believe he's just carrying that heavy ass Batman suit in a backpack while he's, no, no, he's on a backpack while he's just riding a little dirt bike down the street. Like, and then he just would stop somewhere and put it back on (laughs) until he was done. We don't know. It could be very foldable. It could be foldable. so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> maybe it's reversible. Uh, maybe he just flips it inside out. Maybe, maybe. I'm like, I'm like, he's just taking the time to change in between all these different yeah. scenes. Like that's like, funny. Oh I didn't think about but, that. Yeah. Um, but yes, but going back to the future, we did so again. We had kind of hinted earlier. I there was a scene that came on towards the end of the film that I thought should have been the post credit scene. Uh, cause there wasn't really one. There was a slight little like Riddler thing at the very, very, very end um that just led you to a website where you can go read some other riddles um but not not a real scene but um so i felt this could have been a scene we go to arkham and we see riddler kind of dealing with you know man i'm in this jail and i'm stuck and i don't know what to do and (laughs) and then you hear a voice from the cell over talking to him and uh this is our joker this is the new joker uh basically pre-joker i guess style um you know basically talking to him from the cell over uh, the guy's name is uh, Barry Keegan, I think is the way you pronounce it. He was in Eternals. He was uh, Druig in Eternals. Um, so, yeah, so he he is the Joker. And uh, I had heard rumors that they, he was going to be in it and that he was going to be the Joker. Um, and they had filmed a couple different scenes with him uh, as well, too, but decided to only go with this scene here. Um, and there's a makeup test shot that you could see kind of what he really looked like because you didn't get a good look at his face. Um, which obviously yeah. you could tell he's very scarred, and then we'll see how they kind of doctor that up if he puts the clown makeup on. But who knows? Because it's grounded, and we'll see how they play with this one. Uh, they could just leave the scars and call it a day, right? Are you um, curious how yeah. he got these scars? Yeah, <laughs> but you know, but we got the nice little laugh as we kind of faded out of Arkham, mm-hmm. you know. And so, so do we jump straight into Joker, or is that just you know? I mean, I don't Damn. know. Do you go and get an actual decent actor to do a you know 30 second spot in a movie without thinking like this is where i'm going next um because you know he keeps talking about all these other directions to go in a sequel and we're not hearing anything about joker (laughs) so i'm just like i don't know what he wants to do or it could be a lot of villains in this sequel um there's also a lot of rumors saying that remember at the end of the movie um when batman's pretty much getting close to death and he jabs himself with some adrenaline it happened to be a green glowing glue and uh, green. a lot of people thinking that it might be some bane shit right there that they were teasing some venom so, uh, yep so yeah that this is the start of what turns uh, bane into bane so uh very interesting there so who the hell knows man but our future is definitely interesting to see where it's going to go in an isolated dc world that doesn't have the rest of the justice league in it um so you know friggins where are you thinking man what where do you think we're going what do you think we're going to do next all right so first off i'm going to comment on this joker thing um and you know it didn't bother me the conversation he was having but the second he started laughing i was out like recast joker that sucked Aww. that laugh was terrible that was the worst incarnation of a joker laugh i've ever heard and i'm being extreme i know Look, the guy's he's a paid actor. I'm not. But like <laughs> Yeah, let's hear your Joker laugh. Yeah. I would probably have had a better laugh than that. Because it really just sounded I didn't like think a it was normal that bad, really? laugh. It was just a boring laugh. There was nothing interesting about it. Maybe he's not Joker it was, yet. 
Yeah, I don't know, but I wasn't sold on it. <laughs> it's just pretty makeup laugh. I would be happy if they recast them all together. But if oh, I'm they're not gonna wow, if, yeah, yeah, give me something else. He lost me at the laugh. But if I am doing the future of the Batman storyline, I want a couple things. So unlike Peeps, I actually want more Selena in uh, number two. I think you do a time jump, you bring her back to show that they've had uh, time apart, but we, the uh, audience, have not, obviously. Um, But I definitely think we should have some things we haven't seen before. If you're going to do a grounded story, the Court of Owls is perfect, and it's perfect on multiple levels. One, it's grounded. As people that fight, it has a mystery, it has a creepiness, there's like a whole little rhyme saying thing like a hush little baby don't say a word like that kind of thing about the court of owls that's supposed to be in gotham's like history so i think you can add a scary component to explain the court of owls and whether it's a and there's you can do the mass amount of owls that attack the city that you know kind of like we had with the riddler stuff at the end and you can have the individual threat of a individual court of owl maybe in the beginning leading to the, the, the mass threat. So I think the Court of Owls is perfect. The other reason it's perfect is because they have tied into the Graysons. And I think we definitely need some Robin. We definitely need some Nightwing. Give me something like that. With the Court of Owls, it allows you to bring in the orphan. And this film, the Batman, there was a lot of focus of Batman staring at an orphan. So, you know, like there was a couple scenes where he's looking at the kid that just got, you know, his, his, his dad was murdered. And then there's like the one at the end, he's saving the kids. And so there's this already, uh, they're already doing kind of a prerequisite explanation of Batman is kind of like focused on uh, uh, these kids that lose their family like he did. So I think the Court of Owls would be the perfect option for this grounded story. I also like the idea of Hush. I also like the idea of a grounded freeze. Um, so I am all for any of these aspects. I hate that so much. If you're just going to give me another serial killer, why Mr. Freeze? Yeah. Like, you have so many other options. Like, let's get Killer Croc, a guy with a bad skin disease that, like, (laughs) you know, Zaz. Like, there's so many other options. Why Freeze? We saw Zaz. Mad Mad Hatter would be great as a serial killer. You know, the. Why do we see Zaz? Yeah. Oh, not in this. I'm not in this. Yeah, the other one, Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I think that there's just a lot of different directions that they could go for it. So I um, am excited to see where we go. I had a one other point I was going to make, and and now I got distracted. So I might interrupt you, peeps, when you're talking, so that I. (laughs) No, it's okay. This is a conversation. We're supposed to interrupt each other and and chime in. So I appreciate that. Friggin' this is on fire today. (laughs) <laughs> well i i lost my train of thought of my last point but if it comes back to me i'll jump in and, and go so peeps uh uh you you're not allowed to call it. oh i'm not allowed to <laughs> 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 Look at that. I'm taking over don just sit back real all right peace. <laughs> deuces deuces um all right so yeah the future um you know I, and i'll just talk about the the what should have been in credits i agree scene um, I, I though I I'm, I guess I'm like in the middle of you guys though I I didn't hate the laugh that didn't bother me it I did kind of feel oh like that's the that's the laugh like that the, the Joker laugh it, it is this iconic thing that is supposed to put chills down your spine and 
you know, like, gosh, like, you know, and it's kind of hard to follow Joaquin Phoenix's little, you know, asthmatic laugh thing that he was doing, but it was fine. I'm not going to be angry of him. And like I said, he's got some, he's got some laughing years to, to, to work up those ab muscles to, to maybe, (laughs) to maybe, uh, you know, get a better laugh, but it it was fine. Um, I, 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 but I am kind of feeling this, um, Magneto to X-Men, um, you know, kind of feeling where it's like, like I'm, I'm kind of getting over Joker as a care, like as an antagonist for Batman. Um, we have, you know, Jared Leto's Joker that's still out there. We have, we still have Joaquin Phoenix's Joker that's probably going to get another movie. Now we're going to have another Joker that's going to potentially be messing with Batman. It's like, we got more Jokers at this point than we have Batman. <laughs> and I don't necessarily need that. Joker is Batman's biggest villain. And of course I want them to work up to like a Joker encounter. But like not like I, I want that maybe like the, that I want Joker to be the Thanos of, yes. of the, these Batman movies where they, they do kind of build up to that. And it's but at the same time, for Court of Owls and Joker, Riddler just did Rid, this movie did both of those. Riddler did a whole bunch of crazy psychotic global ex explodey, you know, uh terrorist Joker stuff, which is it's kind of Riddler too, but he just did that. So we're going back into that, yeah. And then Court of Owls. The whole idea is that there's a secret society that is actually running Gotham City. We just did that. We just had this Falcone is actually running Gotham City. He's in charge of the police. He's in charge of the senators. Like he he's running it. So then we're going to go back into like, well, who was running him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't need that. I don't want that. I just want them to just do another story of another. Um, character that Batman is trying to stop, and he's struggling for whatever reason. Maybe this guy does actually know who Bruce is, and Bruce has to come up with the idea. Like this Bruce, unlike your guys' Bruce, doesn't want to kill. He's specifically telling Selena, "You don't want to go down that road. Once you go down that road, there's no coming back." You know, maybe maybe he has to struggle with that idea. Like, gosh, this guy knows who I am. He's going to tell everybody, or he's going to do something even worse, and I should probably kill him. You know, I don't know. Like, but of course, that would make sense if that's Joker that he has to do that with. But, ah. um, anywho, um, Robin, that would be great. Yes. I want, I don't want a grown man Robin, though. Oh. <laughs> I don't want a George, was Gordon, jo- Joseph, Joseph Gordon, Gordon Lovitz. Lovitz. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> you know, he was what, like almost like 30s, I think, when he was that. And then, um, Chris O'Donnell, like, yeah, 13 year old Robin. And even if, uh, you know, even if somebody pops up and says, Hey, Bruce, I remember that time we did the do. Here's Damien. Peace. You know, and, and we get a Damien. I personally, I'm sorry, Friggins, you're wrong. Damien is the best Robin. Get out of here. And to see maybe Bruce have to deal, and something we've never seen on screen, him have to deal with not only being a parent, but the parent of like, an assassin psychotic kid that just wants to, hey, let me be Robin with you, and I'm just going to murder everyone that we come across. <laughs> that would be great. It's not funny, but I'm laughing, but let's do it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, let, let, let's continue down the path of things we haven't seen on, on film yet, and I don't know, man. Uh, I 
what flashpoint happens, things get flipped, turned upside down, and maybe we get this Batman, you know, crossed over into a more super universe. We probably won't. This, I think uh, they want to stick no. with what they're going, but that would be nice for me. It'd be cool, uh, but Matt Reeves ain't going to allow it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> also, I didn't like anything you just suggested, peeps. So That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You're, you are allowed to have your wrong opinion. All right. That's and we all know they're never going to do a little kid, Robin. It ain't ever going to happen. There's too many bad logistics around that. He's got to be over 18, man. No one's going to present a grown-ass man bringing a little kid into danger every night. Yes, but everyone's it's, it's okay with a grown-ass man adopting a grown-ass man. Like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's his ward. <laughs> he doesn't technically adopt him. Sure. Je- uh, um, big, big brother, big sister. <laughs> Alfred's retiring, and he's now handing the, uh, you know. Before be the new the... 52, he did adopt Tim Drake. Just saying. There you go. And and a little piece of trivia: Tim Drake from the show Titans oh, yes. um, was actually one of the, the little kid, kids right? in, the, in the first group that got beat up. Yeah, uh, he was the one that ran away at the very end. That really, you could tell, didn't really want to be involved. But, yeah, uh, he only yeah. half painted his face, so he wasn't fully. Yes, committed. exactly. He wasn't fully committed. <laughs> I've wondered about but that, that. Was Tim Drake on Titans? Yeah. Is that like the initiation? Like as soon as you join the game, you get the half, but then to get the full, you have to like knock a dude out. Like you know, they were playing that stupid knockout game. Maybe that's how he would yeah, get yeah. the other half of his face. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Possibly. We'll Did those guys even have anything to do with Joker? Where they're like Joker wannabe since Joker's already <laughs> a No, exactly. Mm-hmm. Since they seem to have clown makeup on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don, um, what about you? What do you want? Uh, you know, who knows what the hell I want? I mean, like, honestly, <laughs> like, like I said, like, like I, I kind of speculated when we kind of rolled into this, um, of, of where I think, you know, I think we're gonna get a lot more grounded stuff. That's why I threw out Court of Owls, you know, Hush. Yeah. Uh, I think Hush is, a, there's a big opportunity there for him. Something we haven't seen on big screen again. Um, you know, and then, and honestly, I know we just did the kind of the serial killer thing, but. I do almost kind of like the take of a, of a Mr. Freeze serial killer yes. that just sticks his bodies in freezers. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Everybody chill. <laughs> um, so, so that'd be cool. But what we do know is that uh, they are looking to do some spinoffs over on HBO Max. Yep. Um, there is They are looking at possibly doing a Gotham City Police Department kind of show. Um, that takes place during year one. So possibly having Jeffrey right back and and kind of following, you know, Gordon and kind of the crew around that year one kind of mark. So Batman is around, but they're still not, not really sure what's going on with this <laughs> Batman guy. Um, so that'd be kind of interesting. We already knew that we're getting this Penguin show, Colin Farrell coming back uh, to have his own spinoff as the Penguin, um, yep. which after we've seen the movie is going to be great because he was just so awesome as Penguin. And I would love to see kind of more of that gangster character. And they just announced over the weekend that they are working on an Arkham uh, show as well, too. That's also another spinoff in this universe. So, man, three big spinoffs all looking to come to HBO Max. What I think would be a great idea for the Arkham show is to do it like an anthology series. And like each episode, I think should kind of follow. Well, no, it could be connected, but that each episode follows a different inmate. You okay. know, like like That's who cool. is this person? How did they get before they got locked up? And it tells you that the like kind of like they it's just a one episode kind of like here's what this guy did before he got locked up. It'd be kind of interesting because I don't know what kind of show you could do around Arkham 
like that would make a narrative sense to just be like a normal show. Yeah, you be know, like orange doing something. Black. Just yeah, it's just all the <laughs> villains hanging out, showering yeah. together and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you drop the soap. Right. Uh, oh, you know, <laughs> we're, going, we're going to Oz, right? Yeah. I like this idea though, because like you could have like Hugo Strange going and interviewing each person. And then when yes, he does, like exactly. the beginning of the episode is him starting the interview. And then yeah. they, they show you. you mind if I happened. record this? Yes. <laughs> and then you get a little backstory. And then we see how some of these villains came to be. And doing an anthology style could actually allow them to get some pretty big stars to kind of come in and like be a villain for kind of a one-off kind of thing. Yes, so sure. who knows? Uh, but we do have these three kind of in the works. So we'll see nothing um, has started filming yet. So I don't know what will come first. But um, I know there was a setback on the GPCD one. Um, just because the showrunner, there was like creative differences. They didn't like the vision because Matt Reeves is involved in all of these. He's going to be a producer and everything. And I think uh, there was some kind of beefing over the creative direction over the uh, the police one. So they yeah. the showrunner left, and I think they they haven't replaced him yet. So that one probably might be on the back burner right now. So I think the Penguin one will probably roll first, and then we'll kind of go from there. But uh, the Arkham one was a nice little addition over the weekend. So we'll see. Uh, where that goes. And then speaking of HBO Max, the Batman will officially hit HBO Max on April 19th, man. So we are only about a month and a week away of this movie being at home. And you can watch it as many times as you like right there on HBO yep. Max. So uh, very, very cool that, uh, you know, Warner Brothers last year was doing the day and date thing. Uh, this year, they're giving that theatrical exclusive for 45 days. And day 46, it's going to hit HBO Max. So very, very cool there. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, box office-wise, uh, the movie opened up officially to $128.5 million nice. uh, over the weekend, which is the second biggest weekend of the pandemic era behind Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, massively behind Spider-Man because Spider-Man made like $260 million yeah. And this made $128. But... Uh, you know, but but this is massive, man. Warner Brothers going into the weekend was like, we're just looking to make about 85. <laughs> like that was their <laughs> estimate. We want to make about 85. And and um, you know, it made about 30 mil on that preview night, and then about 55 million on Friday, and it just kept on trucking along, man. And for a movie that is three hours long, that's pretty impressive that it was still able to rack in almost 130 million dollars um in its opening weekend so obviously the biggest movie of 2022 so far um and then uh but the second biggest during this pandemic era so very very cool there all right guys it's that time final thoughts and uh scores as we kind of wrap this baby up um going kind of around um i will say this like i said pleasant pleasant surprise um great action great acting everybody killed it um just a great atmosphere something different it felt once again like a batman we hadn't seen before and i was there for it i mean it was really really cool i would have preferred something in the dceu i would have preferred to seen that solo uh ben affleck movie that he wrote and directed i would have been man it was so cool to see something connected with a whole bunch of villains and just kind of seeing something different but this is what we got and uh i'm very impressed by it matt reeves is definitely somebody i think we all need to keep an eye on in the future i think that this guy is just headed for complete greatness because i love what he did um, with cloverfield i really love what he did with the last two planet of the apes films uh those are great movies an awesome trilogy right there in its own right um and i mean the guy just has a great eye and um and definitely seems to have a, a bright, bright future. So 
absolutely love this film. Can't wait to see it a second time. Uh, I'll probably go maybe next weekend and check it out a second time and kind of see, once again, how do I feel kind of rolling through three hours? Is it going to bog down more or is it going to feel maybe more fluid <laughs> I you know, really... going into it the second time? Yeah. Huh? No, I was like, yeah, are you going to really feel the three yeah, hours? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, going to really feel like, oh, my God, <laughs> get to it. Um, but overall, guys, I mean, five stars, baby. I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, you know, with as much nitpicking as we had here or there, like I said, overall, it doesn't take away. It's a really about that overall feeling of kind of what did we get? Did we get that solid film that I was hoping for? And I feel we did. So five stars for the Batman for me. Friggins, roll it to you. What you got? Well, you know, my final thoughts are very similar to yours in the sense that I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, this was a great experience of getting things that I didn't know I wanted. Um, you know, I originally I didn't really wasn't excited for a grounded Batman, as I said before, uh, but then end up being amazing and perfect in every way for me. Um, I didn't know I wanted all these individual characters to cut. Like I was like Catwoman Penguin again. We already had a Catwoman Penguin, but they did that <laughs> in such an amazing way. Riddler again. Oh, but they did that in a different way. Um, the Batmobile, it wasn't super sold on originally. And now it's like my favorite Batmobile. <laughs> so it gave me a lot of different things. And another thing that I like, I'm really picky about when it comes to a comic book film is trying to determine like, Where's that balance between giving me what I've seen in the comics before, what is in the comics, what's not in the comics, and giving me, there it is. That's the Batmobile right there. <laughs> Very nice. Um, but, you know, finding that balance between what's been in a comic book and what's uh, new and exciting for us. And, you know, it's okay to change some of the comic book things there. Um, but I wanted to see them incorporate something from their comics. And they did. They did really well. There's a lot of like hints of comic book things, like with the Catwoman and Falcone situation that came from one of the uh, stories that has been in the books before. The Batman's costume is very similar to a costume design done by my favorite artist, uh, Sean Gordon Murphy. Um, so it gave me a lot of different aspects uh, that I enjoyed. So um i look forward to the future but i do want to see that same batmobile done and i want to see that same batman costume you know when you think back to batman 89 and batman returns they had pretty much the same costume over those two periods and then now we're in this phase where the superhero movies are always giving us new costumes this costume was cool i want to see this costume again um so you know we'll see how that plays out but um you know, the overall, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> Batman. Why did you say that name? I, uh, I thor thoroughly enjoyed this, and I am excited to see what they bring us for this grand. How many bat signals would you give it? I give this five bat signals out of five. Okay. And <laughs> oh, it's ice to see you. It's very cool of you. Yes, it is very cool. <laughs> That was very hard to do with all those distractions. I want to. Say I was that. going. To, I was going to give you kudos for, <laughs> for staying, staying the course. So uh, great job. Yeah. Well, then, since yeah, I'm taking over, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and are pass the mic over to give you, Pete. To me. Okay. And let's see Thank what you. your final Thank thoughts you. and scores are. Oh. Oh. Let's uh, see how. Let's see how straight faced you got. <laughs> gives you power over me. I'm just not going to look at it. <laughs> I win. Um, yeah, so uh, as you can all tell, uh, we enjoyed this movie. 
peeps enjoyed it. Friggins, we, we all enjoyed this movie. Um, this movie kept me guessing from jump. You know, I tried to call it like, oh, I, I could from the beginning. I was able to tell what was going on. I didn't know what was going on through the majority <laughs> of this movie. And I, I liked it and I appreciated that. I like that they didn't just call Batman um to to the scene because he's Batman or he is the smartest guy on the planet. Literally, you're here because these letters have your name on it. And uh and it wasn't a, we're just going to trust this guy. Like he was actually, there's a, a cop that was like, well, maybe you have something to do with it. You know, like that it was, again, GCPD isn't stupid. So I, I appreciate that. Um, the brutal fight scenes, like, like what else could you ask for in a Batman movie? Um, the, I mentioned earlier, the escape scene from the police department, um, a scene that specifically I appreciated is the showing that superheroes aren't as graceful as, they are in the comics when he parachutes off of the the building he squirrel girl like flies and then he throws the parachute underneath the bridge and it (laughs) catches the bridge he flips up hits it that hits the ground and he's like oh god (laughs) great like that was great like to see like it does everything doesn't just work out the way it's it's intended that was very much a star wars you know last jedi moment and yeah i appreciated that i bet um, you appreciated the fact that he would didn't pull a harley quinn and beat every cop in the police station i do yes <laughs> because why would batman do that he probably he probably punched a he would have he would have if <laughs> Gordon would've. didn't tell him how to get out of there. He would have been thinking all about it. Yeah, he was thinking I'm gonna hit this guy first because he's yeah, dick. exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, but like at the end, like friggins, you feel that this wasn't like a a, 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 a superhero movie as, 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 as in terms of what we're used to. But I, I, you know, I disagree respectfully. Like this movie gave me that and it was the extra you know hour that they gave us the end that we see that heroic moment where batman uh, you know those uh those uh riddler rid lights i don't know the, like the ridleyans are on top of the uh the titantron just shooting folks and like gosh it's like such a horrible moment like you can't no one can do anything and then you get like those explosions on the top probably like you know injuring several people with giant shards of glass falling on top of them (laughs) but you know batman comes down starts beating kicking their butt um gets shot point blank by a shotgun you know goes unconscious (laughs) and like sticks the sticks himself with the venom and man like that whole scene i'm like this dude is dope and everyone up there at the top is seeing him so like um I'm like, wow, the police department are able to recognize Batman for the hero he is, like what he's done to save everybody. Everybody of Gotham doesn't really see that. But then at the very end, when the electric the electric wire is about to kill everybody in Gotham and he chops it and then falls into the water, which I thought he was just going to disappear. But then he comes back up and he's still doing more stuff. And then he tries to help everybody out. Like, man, just that whole bit, I loved it. Super heroic to the point where like people were afraid to even take his hand but they are they they ended up accepting him and he's ushering everyone to safety like and you know is this a perfect movie no is this a perfect batman movie yeah 
I will I will agree with your five bat signals, friggins, that this movie gives oh, me not my five, only Fred's five. Well, you I, had five stars. You didn't have yeah, five you had bat five, We had bats, five bats. We have bats. Well, you didn't ask me how many bats I'm <laughs> it's, it's a he little. He was saving you for last. Fine. He's going to ask fine. you right now. I didn't, want to ta- I didn't want to talk to the pop figure, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. I mean, it's it's such it's so such a good movie. Like you said, this director, I can't wait to see what else he's, he's going to give us. Because like Everything he's given us so far, me personally, I like you, Don. You and I talked how much we love Cloverfield, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we, we love the Planet of the Apes movies. And now, this, like, dude, what else are you going to give this guy? I, I'm yeah. super stoked, super excited, and uh, I, I can't wait to see what else comes out of this. Whatever it'll be, I, I am now on board and excited to see it, even if they're going to stay grounded. Let's do it. <laughs> so, all right. Um, also, I, this wasn't a question. But in terms of all the DC movies that are out, this is my second favorite of all of them, with Suicide Squad being my favorite DC movie. Interesting. I did not rank it because it's not a DCU film. I know. I know. For the DCEU, it is not. I know. I know. I ranked Batman movies. (laughs) (laughs) It's my second favorite Batman movie as a whole. Ah. First being Batman and Robin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, behind the... The Dark Knight, yeah, I, I, uh, not BBS, The Dark Knight, <laughs> and honestly, I have to watch this again and probably several watches to see if it potentially could surpass that. Only be in this sense that this has those genres that I really like, so it's more than just a Batman right. movie. But I, I don't really see anybody being Heath for me. Yeah. That Heath and no and not even just Heath, but like you know, um, Two Two Face as well. I mean. There's just so much goodness in, oh, in Dark Knight. I, I don't. That. Think... Let's not do it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, but Let's again, right? Currently behind Dark Knight for me. There you go. All right, guys. Well, that is the Batman spoiler <laughs> review. Uh, like we said, lots of Batman coming up uh, in a couple months. Um, we're gonna have the Flash movie. Like I said, with Ben Affleck supposedly coming back for the last time as Batman. I uh, can't wait to see what he does there. Interested to see where the DCU kind of shifts it up and brings us our Michael Keaton back and kind of blurs those worlds. And uh, like we said, we'll see Michael Keaton return in Batgirl as well, too, which is also supposed to be out before the end of the year. So I'm expecting those pretty much back to back because I think Flash comes out in November. And um, so I'm assuming that Batgirl will be out in December if they're going to try to do this year. But we're also I feel like it has to come out after Flash. So I can't see it hitting before then. We're also going to get so. Michael Keaton in the Morbius movie, and then Michael Keaton whenever they get Beetlejuice going. Like <laughs> Michael Keaton's got work, so lots of Michael work. Keaton. Yeah, because he, he's cloned, man. Multiplicity, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, they nice. lots, lots of Michael Keatons out there. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I want pizza. I want pizza. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but lots of goodness in the Batman world. Um, so very, very cool there. So. Of course, let's uh, shout it out there. Plug, plug, guys. So, Friggins, where can the peeps find you? And what's up? Well, I try to make it as simple as possible. So, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Friggins. That's F R I G G I N Z, Friggins with a Z on both places. Um, also, if you're into D&D, we do some D&D streaming, live streaming on Twitch. Uh, that runs about every other Saturday. 
Uh, but follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and I'll let you know. That would be at twitch.tv slash mead and friends. Uh, that's mead like the drink. And then, of course, here on uh, Red Dragons Radio, uh, I have uh, I get to sprinkle in some visits here with uh, DX Omega on Am I Still in the Air? And as well as a few visits over with uh, the People's Forum with our boy peeps. Um, so thank you guys for, for continuing to have me on and yet haven't booted me out yet. Even with my bad takes sometimes. Gets close every episode. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. see. You're slowly taking over our show. I do have some stuff brewing. You're going to hear some extra news come early May. So hang tight. I got all early right. summer. Something's happening. All right. All right. We've heard that before. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. All right, peeps, what you got? Where can the peeps find you? Yeah, so as you see there on the uh, Twitter's number, or I'm sorry, at for my peoples, number four, my peoples, the Twitters, um, I do host the People's Forum. Every Monday, I drop some Marvel slash DC news, reviews, whatever there is to talk about. Uh, It's been a bit barren lately. But now we got some some Batman content to talk about. So you know, who knows? You know, maybe maybe I might get a couple couple bros to talk about a, a specific Batman movie that I think we all really enjoy, just to get in the nitty gritty of it. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, that's um, the People's Forum. You can find it on um, on the Facebooks, on the uh, the Spotify's, on the on the Inst- or iTunes. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. If you like this kind of stuff, I like talking about this kind of stuff. I miss when you used to say P double E P L E S, that double E for the people. That is the double E, but they, the they, they see it. I'll, actually, this is also on on podcast format. That's true. 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 So, there you go. Two E for the audio w. nerds. Yes. <laughs> for my peoples, yes, check out the people's forum. Uh, always playing on demand there on Red Dragons Radio. So make sure you check yeah. that out. And of course, uh, for our show here, make sure you follow on Twitter at Am I on the Air, all one word. And uh, make sure you follow the show. Of course, the main podcast, Am I on the Air, airs every Monday night, uh, always streaming the latest and greatest in entertainment news. So, television, movies, and reviews, make sure you check that out and follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. Follow me on Twitter at DX Don Mega. And of course, everything else you see right there in that little ticker on the bottom. I mean, we're available on all the social medias, we're available on all the different platforms. Uh, just basically whatever you want to look us up on, just search Am I on the Air, and I'm sure you'll be able to find it just nice. So thank you once again so much for joining us here on this Am I Still on the Air uh, spoiler edition of The Batman. I'm sure, uh, God, what's the next big one, man? I think that we might not be back until uh, a little Doctor Strange. I mean, we got Morbius. I don't know. We're going to do that. Oh, we do I, got I'm Morbius. down with Morbius. I'm down. Okay, okay, okay. I forgot about Morbius. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's, he's going for the Morbius pop. So for those of you that are not watching on YouTube, <laughs> he's got a Morbius pop. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dusty Morbius pop. <laughs> he's got some fangs I know. on him. He does. <laughs> Well, yes, Morbius, April 1st. So maybe we'll be back then for another new episode of Am I Still in the Air? So keep your eyes peeled for that. And of course, across all the social medias. (laughs) I know. I'm so (laughs) curious, dude. I do not know what to think when it it comes to Morbius. So it's going to be an interesting one for sure. So till then, keep your eyes on the shows and uh, support your boys and uh, take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all. Deuces.